done his homework before he comes in. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, I can't, can't believe he remembers all this stuff, man. Unbelievable. Uh, but I wanted to tell you about a product that I haven't talked about a lot, but boy, I like this product. Let me get on there so I can tell you more about it. And it's called uh, Bio Superfood. I've taken it for years, and it's one of these products that you just kind of take, you know, and, uh, and, and, uh, but what it's, it's full of all of these, come on, let me get to the, let me get to the thing here so I can look at the ingredients. Come on, come on. It's all these different microalgaes, all different kinds of uh, spirulina and um, dutanella, all these things that I can't pronounce the name of it. But it's a great product, and it's, it's made in kind of a bioreactor uh, with uh, very, very deep uh, clean water, so there's no, there's no toxins. But all kinds of microalgaes, and you can go on their website, which I've been trying to do here, and just can't, can't get it. I want to tell you a little bit more, but this is a really terrific product if you'd like to try some stuff. Here it is. Okay. There's spirulina microalgae, um, spirulina plantinase system microalgae, dunalina salina microalgae, um, single cell saltwater microalgae, um, uh, Hermitacus pulvivatus microalgae, kind of wild stuff, and it's a nice small pills, which I like, because I can't take those big ones. But you can see how small it is? But you can take like 10 of these a day if you want. Just a whole lot of good nutrition, all kinds of stuff that the body likes. And uh, I don't take a lot of stuff, but I take this one. I just started back up about a month ago or so. Hadn't taken it for a couple of years. So, check it out. It's on our website on One Radio Network and in our store. All of our content is wide open to all of you. All of you. On BitChute, on our website, all of our audio files, um, 15 years of shows. The very first show we did with Adam Bergstrom is August 6, 2008. And it's still on the website. You can listen to that. I think it was at 7 o'clock at night or something like that. And then, gosh, 12 years of shows with Andrew Goss and the real world of money. That is a PhD level uh, course in monetary history. Just that, just that one group of shows. Two, three years of shows with Ray Pete. Uh, we used to, we had shows with Hulda Clark, Stephen Greer, um, um, just all kinds of, just really wonderful people over the years. Several shows with Boyd Haley, who I, he's the fellow that did the whole Mercury thing. It came to me, Boyd Haley. And he's the one that says the whole fish thing and Mercury is just made up. Don't worry about it. And he, he probably knows more about Mercury than anybody on the planet, University of Kentucky. Boyd Haley. So I'm sure that the government was looking out for me when they told you to cut down on tuna. 
<laughs> I don't know what that was about. I don't know. It's something. But anyway, we have a lot of really great material at no cost. The videos on BitChute, the audio is on one radio network. So if you believe that you get some value out of these shows and you like them and you learn stuff and you have fun, why don't you uh, exchange some of your dollars for that with a donation? Great way to do it is a monthly donation and click on the donation ad on the front page, One Radio Network, or the hot link to the donation tab underneath the video on BitChute, and you too can donate. And you can do a one-off or do a you know, monthly thing, five, ten bucks. And just a quick rundown on some of the products that we have. Shen Blossom, uh, Surthrival, Arsana, Pearlsium. Pearlsium is amazing. This is the only thing that I use on my toothpaste. And people are always saying, boy, your teeth look great, but how do you do, how do, what toothpaste do you use? I don't use toothpaste. I use Pearlsium. That's it. To brush with. It's a great product. Real pearl. Real pearl. Um, the EMF device, which is Blue Shield. We have a great sulfur. I still take mine twice a day. Sauna. And, uh, oh, this guy. Get one of these guys. Here's an Air Doctor air filter. Very, very cool. Very intelligent. It's kind of got a little computer thing in there and the lights, the lights, changes the light and changes the fan speed. And uh, when you're cooking bacon, it says, oh, he's cooking bacon, let's deal with that. Very cool. Air Doctor on One Radio Network. So there you have it. Then also, finally, the hydrogen machine. If you want to get into some hydrogen, it's pretty cool technology. The molecular hydrogen, breathe the gas and drink the water. So there you have it. It's a little one. Oh, one more. If you want to get some gold and silver coins, my good friend Fred Dashevsky. He's a wonderful guy. 800-878-2646 is his number. 800-878-2646. Gold and silver coins from the Mint. There's no gold bricks and bars and stuff like that. They're all private transaction with Fred. You don't have to fill out any paperwork. Nobody knows that you've done this except you and Big G. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? That matters to you? Privacy? So, those are the ways you can support us if you want to buy something. Okay, we're done. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. And we're with the lovely and talented Mr. Adam Burks from SolarTiming.com. Adam, tell folks all about that website. Now, this is where you sell all of your ebooks, right? All of your ebooks, correct? All of our ebooks. Tell them I'm about you. Approaching 50. 50. Counting the journals and the newsletters and things of that nature. And mega books like. Uh, mesmerism and miracles which is more about miracles than mesmerism basically diy do it yourself why has someone mesmerized or hypnotized you when you can are do it perfectly capable as just as any other hypnotist or mesmerist to do it yourself mind hacking for the millions and, uh, right mind hacking for the millions so our books and donations lately some people have helped 
with our donations. Our refrigerator went out. It's going to be replaced by our landlords, fortunately. But right now we have ice chests all over the place here, and we've been uh, arranging things. In fact, I think we have the refrigerator repairman arriving this afternoon. So it's been very interesting. Also, it's got really biblical. We're being attacked by rats, scorpions, <laughs> ants, flies, both my car. They're eating my car. They're eating our garage. They're eating everything. And uh, it's been a biblical battle here. So what do you... For whatever reason. How do you think you created that thing there, Batman? How do you think you created all these critters? You know... It sometimes gets you out of your rut because we've figured out new ways to live by having the refrigeration go out. So it's no big deal. So we're adapting and figuring out how to uh, di- do different foods to be off the grid. You know, here's the matrix. In the tarot deck, uh, you have the magician, right? Which is supposed to be this guy that uh, yeah. knows things. Right. But really... What is the first card of the tarot, guard, uh, tarot deck? This one. The fool. Is that not trust? He's going off the edge of the cliff. <laughs> How can he exist? But it's the first card. Obviously, life goes on. He lives even though he's stepping into the void with trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference between soul and mind. Mind, you got to know things. But luck is much better than knowledge. And um, I think the mind hacking for the million, that's about the one that I'm getting ready to dig into. I got it right on my little tablet there, so I'm excited about that. Let's go back and do another phone call. Good morning, who's this? Hey, y'all, this is Nancy in Nebraska. Uh, Are you from Texas, y'all? Are you from Texas? Yeah, well, I'm from Texas, but I live in Nebraska. I know. What's going on, Nancy? <laughs> well, I haven't listened for so long. Come on. And I, wanted to I know, been busy, busy, busy. But I do have a new phone now, so I can take you with me wherever I go. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, here's the deal. I had I, I wrote in earlier about the oranges. I don't know if you talked about that. Uh, let's see, last week maybe, what was the, what was about the oranges? <clears throat> well, you know, Adam talks about oranges being so good for you, but my question was the tangerines and the mandarins. Are they just as good, or does it have to be an orange? Tangerines and mandarins, Adam, just as good as... Some people think better. The original uh, vein healing and... Uh, uh, Pericardium food was the mandarin. Hmm. In fact, in huh? China, if you went to into the emperor's mandarin uh, groves, you were killed. They were so valuable. Wow. So actually, the, the mandarin, the tangerine is a type of mandarin. They're often used simultaneously. They're not quite the same, but they're very similar. So it can either be an orange or a mandarin or a tangerine, not a grapefruit or a lemon or a lime. Okay. All that's necessary is that orange family, including the tangerine. Yes, they're great. Okay. And then here's my second question. So my husband and I, we're both very high in ferritin. We have our blood work done. Oh, ferritin? Question mm-hmm. Okay. You, 
you understand the ferritin thing, or what do you suggest to? Yeah, some, they say to give blood. Yeah, to Adam, get rid of. There's a thing that around the interweb with natural people that if your ferritin level is too high, you should give blood. And what's your opinion? Okay, do these natural people, did they get that from their intuition or did they have to go to somebody? Did they have to go to one of those butcher places called hospitals or to a <laughs> medical doctor? Did they have to go to an MD or did they go to a shaman to find this out or did they find that out themselves? Well, I'm here to tell you that 99% of all medical tests are false. So don't believe those tests and how are you feeling? That's what you go by. If you're feeling great, why is someone going to tell you that you're dying or you've got too much ferritin? Some people have too much iron, but if you don't supplement or eat processed food, it will go away naturally. If you eat natural foods, you're not going to have a problem. Even genetically, genetically you find out by mind hacking what's wrong because genetics are a process of the mind. So there are deeper levels of it. But all of this bloodletting is actually to get your DNA and to actually to get you to go to the hospital. They'll use every trick, every test. I don't even take medical quizzes, much less tests. They want you to go there. How many times did Ray Pete go to a doctor with all his knowledge? He never went to a doctor. I think they forced him to go to a doctor to get his driver's license in Mexico. That's the only doctor he ever went to. When people go to doctors, they don't believe in their own power. And is it natural to go to a doctor? It's natural to go out in your garden and take something. Oh, that made me feel good. That didn't. And know the difference. But they don't want us to know the difference. They want to tell us the difference. We are the experts. We have the white coats and the green scrubs, and we will tell you exactly what your health is supposed to be. But I feel great. Oh, no, your ferritin levels are off. Oh, no, your iron level is off. Oh, no, your copper level is off. You are sick. But I feel great, doctor. I just walked 25 miles yesterday. Oh, no, you're very sick. You have to be hospitalized immediately. It's all BS. (laughs) Very cover that one. All right, well, okay, I don't feel the greatest, but anyway, I just wanted you to find out yourself. Don't go to a person to find out. Go into your own consciousness. It's called meditation. It's called contemplation. They have different ways. And find out what the problem is or learn to mind hack. Then you'll find a specific cognitive trigger event that caused the problem for you not to feel good. We're destined to feel good. If you don't feel good, it's a trauma. It's karma. It's stuff that, and by karma, we can obviate it by finding out what the problem is. Because we have a destination, a final destination to die, but we have to agree to it. Don't agree to it. (laughs) (laughs) What do do you wish out of life? Not want. Want is a, want means you don't have anything. What are you choosing? What are you choosing? What are you choosing? Get it. Just do it, baby. Okay, Nance? Okay. Nobody can give it to you. A doctor can't give it to you. A psychiatrist can't give it to you. A Wall Street can't give it to you. You give it to yourself. It's just too simple. And it's taken us a long time to figure this out. Taking me. That's the thing. It's too simple. Too That's simple. why Harlan Ellison had a seven-year-old brain. That's right. <laughs> he did great. It's just too simple. Old. You mean I can really just get what I want? Yeah, I mean, what do you want? Just keep thinking about that and work towards it, and you'll get it. I mean, it's how can you not? 
It's a, it's a choice. It's, it's a, a choice. choice. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a choice. I've made poor choices too. I know about choices, but I, oh, you know, I yeah. look back at it. Who did it? I did it. You know, I have several things now I'm working on. See this finger? I answered a question about this kind of condition. And when I answered it, it immediately started going. I went to Vibrant Gal and I said, look what just happened. I answered a question about this and I got stuck in it. Also, I have a hiatal, no, excuse me, a, uh, a inguinal hernia. I got it after grieving over a friend who died of the same thing. Wow. Now I've got it, but I don't have a mesh. It's been two years without a mesh. I've learned to work with it and am working to heal it. Not go to a doctor and get a mesh like most people do. Oh, I got a hernia. You're going to get a strangulated uh, uh, intestine. I may, but if I go to a doctor, I'm going to die a lot quicker. I know that much. <laughs> yeah, boy. Be careful going to those guys. The body's going to figure out what it wants to do, right? And what, how is it going to do it? And what you said this morning, too, uh, is really important. There's a win in there because these bodies, I guess, are dealing with space and time, even though they don't exist, right? Maybe in the body form? Not sure. But they know when to do something. And so don't try to rush it and say, try to help let the body to detox or, or whatever it's going to do when it wants to, right? Rather than what we think. Well, I need to do that, you know. One of the problems with prosperity is where you think you're going to get your money. And then you cut off all the other sources that are trying to give you money. Yeah. When you say, well, I've got to earn a living by becoming a mechanic or going to this school and get a knowledge. They just sell you diplomas. There's big money in diplomas. Oh, we'll teach you what to do. And those people usually don't know what to do. You, you know the same amount, and they con you into getting a diploma or a degree or a license or whatever they want to give you. Our society lies. We don't need driver's license. That's a right. It's not a... Uh, it's a right to what travel. What do they call it? Yeah. A, uh, a privilege or something of that nature. We have a right Belonging. to travel. We have a right to travel anywhere. And uh, nobody can... We can do anything we want. As a king of England can tell you, when you're the king or an emperor or something, you can do anything you want to. It's just that they take priority. I am the king. Well, there's a million of us. What if we said, you're not the king. <laughs> so, I'm the king. I don't think you're oh, the, king. the king. I don't think you're... <laughs> there's a great thing, too, about asking when you ask. A-S-K-I-N-G. When you ask then you are asking as a king, because that's what the king does, will ask. You know, like, uh, have you, are you planning something to plot me to, to overthrow my kingdom? You know, he'll just ask the guy. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to kill me or take my crown? This, oh. We're all kings, but we forget it. Yeah, you know, so. yeah. So true we are. We have the abilities of uh, the cities, they call them, invisibility, all of that we can do. Uh, my, uh, my teacher was able to levitate. He was able to uh, make himself invisible. I was there when he made it himself invisible to a good friend of mine. My friend wouldn't believe that he was there. And his girlfriend had his arm around him, and she couldn't see him. So what was she seeing when she saw his girlfriend standing like this <laughs> with her arm out to the side. What did she think? When I told her years later, 
She said, don't you think I would know O'Donnell? He wasn't there. He wasn't Hugo was there. there. Ginger was there. Melissa was there. You were there. There was no O'Donnell there. I've taken workshops from him. I know O'Donnell. You think I wouldn't see him? You didn't. <laughs> and, he was, and you were five feet away from him. Uh, where does, what does Adam think about that ancient wheat einkorn from Europe? Einkorn. You know einkorn? Uh, I don't need anything fancy from Europe. But uh, it's okay. It's just I an mean, ancient it's wheat. Better, it's yeah. better than the yeah. the bread you're going to get at Walmart or at sure. uh, or at Safeway or at Bonds. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's a great. I'd eat it if you served it to me for uh, for lunch. I, it was sprouted and everything. I'd eat it. Yeah, there's a there's a website called Jovial Foods. Friends of mine in Italy, and uh, she started working with farmers to get them to plant these ancient. I think they go back ten thousand years. Uh, wheat, and it's just the ancient wheat that's not been hybridized, and uh, they, people do very well with it, even if they're gluten tolerant, which I'm not sure there's even a thing, but <laughs> you know, whatever. But it's good stuff, and you can you can sprout it, grind it up, and or they sell you the flour, and you can make your own bread sourdough. Now that's bread, right? You do a sourdough starter, you let it rise with good with good flour. Sure, you eat that bread, right, with slathers of butter. butter? True. That's the way they used to do it. That's the way they used to do it. They you used know, to I live saw off that it too. Change when I was in an auto accident with a friend of mine. His brother got a brand new '57 Chevy, and we went for a spin. Well, my friend looked down at the uh, whatever we had then. I think it was a tape recorder uh-huh. you had in your car, or the radio, whatever. He looked down for a moment, and we crashed into a car '55 automobile. That car didn't have a scratch on it. Our bumper in the entire hood was straight up in the air and all ruined. And we had to bring it back to his brother and explain, oop, your new car is kind of messed up. That's hilarious. But the other car wasn't even scratched. As kids, we used to jump up and down on cars. Try to do that today. Yeah, yeah you can't do and it. The same with food. Food is not what it was. We got milk in glass bottles. How can you have something healthy in a plastic bottle? All that plastic goes into the milk. That's why you're not allowed to redo milk in a plastic because it's already in there. And water, all the, even distilled water gets that plastic into it. Yet we drink out of plastic and call it health food. Anything out of it, look at, uh, what is it, Bragg's Aminos? I'm going to take something out of plastic that is poison in the first place <laughs> i mean it's really funny bragg's is right here in uh yeah. in uh, yeah. uh santa barbara and it was poisoned before uh katie perry and uh what's his name orlando bloom bought the company <laughs> did they buy that company they bought it. I'll be doing. Yeah, Katy Perry has known Patricia Black Bragg forever. Uh, She's a regular, was a regular till she went on cosmic vacation recently at the mm-hmm. farmers market that we go to. Interesting. The Lady in Pink. The Lady in Pink. She was a nice woman, but the the company, uh, the company is sad. That's mm-hmm. all I can say. I never fell for the Braggs thing, and I saw my friends. I think one of my friends died of cancer from eating all of that Bragg's aminos. Do you mean, but what about like the, isn't that, uh, if you're going to do apple cider vinegar, isn't that a good one with the mother and all of that? 
you know, I think their vinegar is still pretty good, except their flavored ones. Their yeah, flavored I wouldn't do ones that. are no, perverse. But I think their regular vinegar, I use it occasionally. And, of course, vinegar, as I explained, uh, uh, saved me from, uh, what was it called? Incurable arthritic gout for hmm. the rest of my life. That was in 1970. Do I look like I have incurable arthritic gout? What is it, 1970? That's 53 years ago. I was supposed to be, uh, I was supposed to be on medication the rest of my life. And how did you? How did you take the vinegar, Mr. MD? uh, (laughs) How did you take the vinegar? Yeah, I took it in honey. I Hmm. actually before I met Donald Lay. Here's, this is very supernatural. I couldn't move my arm above my head. I was getting kind of like paralyzed. So I went to a doctor and he said I had incurable arthritic gout. So uh, he went and uh, uh, I went on his diet and he didn't believe me. And after a month, and then they found out I had low uric acid. So... I actually kind of sarcastically said, can I get off the medicine then? And he took that as an insult. So he fired me as a, as a patient. So I was on my own. So I go to an astrology book and it says, Dell Astrology, it said, those born in the decan between, it was about a two week thing of Aquarius, will have tightening of the joints and they need a calcium supplement. So I went out and got a calcium lactate. It didn't do anything. Then I happened to go to the library, which I love to go, and I decided I'm going to read the magazines from A to Z. So I find the area, the A-R-E Journal, the uh, association of, uh, what is it, Edgar Casey? Edgar Casey Place, And yeah. it says, take apple cider <clears throat> vinegar with your meals in honey and water, exact formula, two teaspoons of each in eight ounces of water with three meals a day instinctively i knew not to take it in the morning i took it for two days and had a complete cure so i took it another day and i figured i'm cured why do i need this stuff i only take things for medicines not because i it's not a food why would i keep taking it so i got cured of it at that point <laughs> when i met a donald a i found out <clears throat> never take apple cider vinegar in the morning Lunar time, of course, is an exception. Uh, take it in the middle of the day with your meals and at night with honey if you want to cure something. But why would I take it if I didn't have anything to cure? So you wouldn't... It's not a food. I see. Yeah, so you wouldn't take it like some people do regularly. There'd be no need for it unless you had some imbalance. No, it's like if I had thyroid disease, why would I... didn't have it, why would I take thyroid? Yeah. If I if I had... Uh, if I had high blood pressure regular blood pressure why would i take it it's the same thing your supplements are the same thing they're medicines they're very important people think i'm against supplements oh no i have supplements in my medicine cabinet but i don't take it as a regular food i take it on demand when i need it when i have a problem yeah here's an email for you from paul he's in the uk i get very stiff in the joints and muscles if i sit down or stop walking for some time or or something uh, for some time or something can you help so why would he get stiffened up when he stops mind hacking usually it's not wanting to get on in life with things but again i'm giving a theory now this is some guy who's who's using 
reason or, you know, the magician's type of card here. But what is the problem? Learn to mind hack. Mind hacking is so easy. You just turn the feet and it gives you all the answers that you have to read textbooks and everything. Just turn the feet and it gives you the specifics for you. No doctor knows the specific to you. Do they know that maybe you had a trauma with your mother when you were three years old and on August 7th of uh, 1952? They don't know that. How can they possibly know that? But with mind hacking, you'll get the exact date and time and information and not only the trauma, but what to do about it. You turn the feet and say, okay, what are you going to do about this? Uh, that doesn't work. Your, your body responds adversely to it. Oh, that's the answer. Go do it. And then you go do it, see if it works, and you come back. And if it didn't work, you mind hack. What happened? So it's all in the mind hacking. And it's too simple, though. People can't believe that simple motor movements are going to give you the answers to everything in the universe. And I'm here to tell you they do, because I did it for a living for decades. Yeah, and they have to. If we believe in something or we're asking a question or we're saying something, that energy from the NLP perspective of that word is in the body. So it's not yeah, surprising it's to me. It's in the individual's yeah, body, yeah. not the No, not you, you what. but it's like, in there. Right? When I would turn the feet and they say, that's not true, I said, you're wrong. And I would say, it's not me saying it, it's your own body. Why is your body wrong? <laughs> your body doesn't lie. Your body tells the truth. Other people lie or make up things or by their experience, they say, this has happened nine out of ten times, so it might be that. You're guessing still. You've got that one vulnerability, <laughs> right. Achilles heel, of it going wrong. But with mind hacking, it's always there. The answer is in our own body at all times. So is there a real then skill why we need to get the book so we can um, know how to, what questions to ask and how to ask the questions? Is that what the book exact is about? Exact instructions. Okay. And for people who need visual, uh, we have a, a uh, video also we sell. But it, it's really, all you have to do is turn the feet in a circular motion or even hold the feet and feel the movement. It's a gross motor movement. To train people to see it, I tell people, okay, I'm going to, you feel my feet and I'm going to wave my arm around. What do you feel? Well, you feel it in your left foot. It doesn't cross the brain. It didn't go to the other foot because I waved this side, this side moved. But now, with mind hacking, you're not moving at all. And then your foot moves. How did that happen? Your brain moved it, not your yeah. motor movements. You also have to watch for one thing. If you feel the foot move, make sure they're not waving their arm around and, and, or <clears throat> shifted their position. But if they're lying still and the foot moves it's coming from the brain it's telling you the couldn't, exact answer it's an encyclopedia of your own health couldn't we mind hack ourselves then uh it's very difficult because uh, you don't have the uh the, you can't feel the my uh the motor movements but you can but you have to be very careful uh yeah. uh because feeling your eye ticks and other things because mind hacking through the feet is 80 percent of everything but I also watch gestures. Like if a person is aggravated with a male, they're going to give the international gesture of uh, recognition. If they have a heart problem, their little pinky is going to move. This finger is a heart problem I've got on that pinky because that's where the meridian is. I'm, I'm, and, no. and my hernia obviously has to do with a colon problem, and it's going to affect my other 
fingers and meridian points in your body. That's the point of reflexology. Now, why won't muscle testing work? Because the muscle tester is testing your muscle. It's not coming from you. They're seeing if your muscle is weak or strong by their push. Their push. But with mind hacking, the signal is coming to you. You're not sending the signal to the person. That's the vulnerability of muscle testing. I muscle test, but I always know it's vulnerable that that I'm sending the signal by my push is what's determining it and how I push. The other way, the signal's coming to me. So the person broadcast to me, I'm not going and seeking their signal. Yeah. Adam Bergstrom here. It is the uh, 19th of September. We're live here. It's about noon on OneRadioNetwork.com. Steve Falconor is going to be here tomorrow. And we're going to start off, well, okay, if you flat earthers believe the earth is flat and, you know, are not moving, where is it? Where is it? That's the question we're going to ask, and we're going to talk about it tomorrow with Steve Falconer at uh, at ten o'clock. Um, hi, Patrick. I just want to tell you that my husband has been taking BioAge, wow, for six or seven years, and it's kept him in good health in spite of his less than stellar diet. No veggies. Loves hot dogs and a few sweets. Seems to keep him going. He's seventy-four and is like the energizing buzzy, but he really feels the difference with it. Oh, that's nice. Thanks. Bioid. Great product. Hi, Patrick. Could you please ask Adam what the medical term is for his finger situation from Judy? Your finger thing. Is there a medical term for that? There is. It starts from a trigger finger, and I choose to remember what yeah. the, uh, the My brother had it. medical term is. There's a name for it. But There's it's created by my own mind answering an email. A therapist, I learned very at the very beginning, be careful. When you work on someone and cure them, you're interfering with their karma that they should be getting rid of it, and you're apt to get their condition. So way back in the time, I had a buddy named Nick Norris, and he had been to a doctor for his back. He'd been to a chiropractor. They couldn't fix them. I fixed him. I went over to a friend of mine's house and watched TV, and my back went out right where his was. Mm. And then I went to O'Donnell, and he told me that I was messing with stuff I shouldn't have been messing with, and uh, my back stayed out for two days. When it got well, I checked with Nick Norris's wife, Vicky, and she told me his back went out at that exact time that your back got cured again. So at that time... When I went to the Texas Institute of Reflex Sciences, I was afraid to work on anybody for months until I learned clearing uh, techniques and how to not pick the fruit off too early. Many times, I don't go to a person and say, I can cure you. That's how you get karma. You don't you'll get yeah. everything that they have. But when they ask you, you know. And, and I've had people walk up. I know you can help me. Just like that. And then I know it's destined. So at that point, I help them. And they get well. Otherwise, you make it worse. If you pick a fruit before it's ripe, it tastes horrible. Hmm. And that's the problem with most people. They go to a therapist and they say, I can cure that. I've been trained at 
this uh, particular cranial work or body work to cure you, you know they're cruising for a bruising, and they're not going to be really helping people. It's all going to be placebo effect, which is makes you – a placebo is you think you're well, but you're not well. But you think you're well, but you still might be dying. A true healing is mental force where – you actually cure yourself. Doctors don't want to hear that. They want to hear about placebo, where a placebo to them is you think you're well, but, but you're not. On that, but we can make ourselves on the healing well thing, instantaneously. Adam, on the healing thing, my experience is that it's me doing it, not anybody else. You know, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm letting go of something or changing something or whatever, right? I'm doing it consciously. You're a Delta guy. You you know right? you know that. Mm. Yeah, no one no one cures another person. They can they can help a person by setting a bone, but they're not going to cure the condition that made the bone happen, and right. it's going to come back. In fact, many times you go to a therapist, they fix your heart and harm your spleen. Something just shifts because if you have a trauma. It's not going to be obviated by fixing one organ. It's going to seep out somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That energy is still in your body and will make you sick. Yeah. Many macrobiotics, remember macrobiotics or macroneurotics? Macroneurotics. Uh, how come I read about all these cancer cures and then, of course, the person died three months later of a heart attack, but that had nothing to do with anything? Oh, yes, it did. Uh, the medical profession said, uh, we cured the patient, uh, but he died. Yeah. <laughs> but he was cured when he died. What sense does that make? I don't want to be cured and die. I want to live. <laughs> Adam Brooks, from another point, what I just said, that what I was referring to as well, that even, you know, I'm sure it happens. I've not experienced it. Whatever healing that I have managed, through the grace of God, I received information and the energy and the insights for me to do it. There was never some God outside of me plopping in and say, Patrick, I'm going to heal you. I don't think it happens like that. It may in, in special cases. I don't know. But I think that we as soul are involved in the healing, the consciousness. We have to be, right? Otherwise, why, what, would we, what we, would we learn from the experience if we weren't involved in it? You know? You know, viewers will notice that when you talk a lot of times, you close your eyes. How else are you going to have insight? It's not outside. It's insight. You close your eyes. To do, get I, do I close my eyes? You don't I... have to do it, but you can. So you close your eyes a lot when you talk because you're getting insights, not outsights. I didn't realize. Do I close my eyes a lot when I talk? A lot. <laughs> Ask your viewers. Yeah, you close, you'll talk and you'll close your eyes because you're having insights. You're a Delta guy. <laughs> Delta. And Delta's ready when you are, right? <laughs> I know Delta. I've, I've been around it enough. Uh, I get there occasionally, but you get there more than I do. So, <laughs> Delta. Okay, here's a, a quick question. Where can, we, oh, where can we learn this mind hacking he's talking about? Where can we learn this mind hacking we're talking about? There's a book... I've written called Mind Hacking for the Millions. I think it's only nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Investment in not having to go to any more experts. You need two to tango and you need two to mind hack because you need to turn a person's feet to feel the motor movements. All this is explained in the book and 
to make it clearer and clearer with examples, I've added 51 appendixes at the time. 51, book. wow. It's quite, quite, <laughs> a, uh, quite a book now. I added as many appendixes to make it as clear. When people would ask questions, I would clear all that up. So it's all in the book. And then I have a video just to show how to turn the feet. To, to get the muscle movement. And also, I probably have talked about it in every Patrick Timponi show here. And <clears throat> so you can watch the archives of our shows and uh, yeah, get a lot learn of it uh, that way. Also, Mind Over Matter, I go into, uh, which is a journal. I have 10 of them now. I'll probably make a compendium out of that eventually. I go into many examples of how the mind works and some mind hacking. But Mind Hacking for the Millions is the major book on mind hacking. An email or you can get that on solartiming.com, solartiming.com, and they're all ebooks, correct, Adam? They're ebooks. Is that right? That's it. Okay. Right. Got I lost my little library. Oh, here it is. <laughs> solartiming.com, ebooks. Solartiming.com. We also have sunsinknutrition.com. Uh, uh, because uh, for 99 bucks, where we have a lot of uh, what times to eat food, a lot of mind hacking information, lots of blogs, lots of uh, uh, dietary morning foods, evening foods, how to tell your specific sundial time, all those things are on there. And that's just a one-time deal, but you have all the books on, on solartiming.com. Huh? Here's an email for you from Joyce. I have numbness in my feet it comes off and on i wonder what that could be why would it sometimes not be there and other times be there very strong and can adam give me some ideas what could be the cause of this and sometimes it goes up to my ankle yeah what do you think there why would it leave go off and on it could it be an emotional thing yeah, well, actually, emotions are fine. It's okay. a cognitive faction of how we interpret the emotions. Our emotions, are we never have a problem with our emotions. They know what to do. The mind that controls the emotion, that's what makes things good or bad. I mean, if I torture a masochist, they're going to love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's an emotion. But they, they have a mindset that makes things good and makes things bad. I think Shakespeare said something like it's the mind that makes things good or bad, not good or bad. So uh, things come and go. I've had that happen where something happens. There's always a pattern. Find out what time of day. And when people say, well, there's no time of day, I guarantee if you take a pencil and write down every time it happens, you're going to notice a pattern, including a shunting pattern which I go into in Butterflies Need No Taxidermist, where you can have a shunt, like a lung problem can be in the urinary bladder, it can be in the spleen pancreas, it can be in the triple heater or thyroid, a stomach problem uh, can be in the uh, circulation sex meridian, it can be in the liver, and it can be in the small intestine, and so on. Everything has a shunt effect to it. And if you understand shunting, you'll see that there is always a pattern. Uh, so for Joyce with the, with the um, stuff in the feet, what areas do you think she could look at? Could that even be, I guess, even upper cervical and some stuff in the pinching a nerve or something? Or what's, what would be some... Yeah, well, reflexology often works by shock. Like, uh, say, 
you hit your fist into something, you immediately smash the elbow to drive it out the other way because the energy came this way and was driven into the elbow, and now you drive it out. That's how reflexology works. It's basically the condition of uh, we are like a hoop. The energy enters here and goes down to the bottom and reverberates back up to the brain. You're hit down here in the hoop. It comes up and reverberates back. That's reflexology. So something in the feet uh, has something to do with what's going on in the brain or what has something to do in the groin because often it goes up into that area. Hmm. Now, mind hacking will find the cognitive uh, way to do that, and reflexology will find out where it's coming from in the first place, because the feet are, unless you injured the feet itself, you're getting that signal from an organ or another part of your body. Oh, really? From an organ? Yeah, interesting. Always an organ. So, again, if I have a lung injury, my shoulder is going to be sore. The back deltoid and the mid deltoid, not the front deltoid. If I injure my front deltoid, like I used to do, that's going to be my gallbladder. And of course, I had to do gallbladder flushes and all that and get more gall. A problem, a gall problem is where you uh, don't have the gall to do something. And you either have too much gall to kind of prove you have gall and, and damage the gallbladder, or you don't make a good door-to-door salesman. Yeah. I failed as a door-to-door magazine fail- salesman. I lasted for three days, <laughs> and I didn't have enough gall. Oh. So then I had to go force gall into doing things like I would go into bars and open the door and not go into the bar and scream at the top of my lungs to develop gall, to do things. I would wear funny hats down the street. I would uh, climb telephone poles for no reason and just wave at people to develop gall. And I would hand out dollar bills and say, I, I, I just, here's a dollar bill. Why? I just want to give it to you. But why? I just want to give it to you to develop gall, skills like that. I was in groups that we learned to do that. That's funny. I joined these groups to develop gall because I didn't have it. And then I had a gallbladder problem and gallstones. <laughs> and lucky I didn't have to have my gallbladder removed because I knew the the psychological or psychic effects of the gallbladder. What kind of um, areas can one look at if there is some energy working uh, kind of against the bladder? What are some... What are some ancillary places the bladder reflects on the bladder? Lungs, spleen, Hmm. pancreas, thyroid, uh, hypothalamus, and adrenal glands. Wow, everything. Hmm. All out of the bladder. Yeah, urinary bladder. You know, uh, originally, we breathed out of our bladder. They call it a swim bladder. But it raises you up and down for levitation. That's the the trick of lung meridian, too. But we breathe out of the bladder. Why do smokers get bladder cancer? (laughs) You know, because if you look at an acupuncture chart, exactly 180 degrees across from the lung is the bladder. Acupuncturists knew that at one time, that if you have a bladder problem, you have a lung problem, you have a spleen problem, you have a pancreas problem, and you have a thyroid problem. So you look at that axis. And as a therapist, I used to do the regular touch for health, applied kinesiology, all of that. And I always found a pattern of three. 
very rarely four of those would be out because the the time lost energy when it got to the end of the clock. So if you had a trauma at lung time, the shunts would be in the spleen pancreas and go as far as, as mm-hmm. the uh, bladder, but wouldn't get to the thyroid necessarily. If the shock was great enough, it would. So you would always find that pattern, and then you could tell where the trauma was coming from. Lung meridian, of course, is grief. Bladder is being peed off uh, and being guilty. Uh, kidney is uh, not is fear. All of these organs have things generally associated with it. Now, knee problems, which are going to be small intestine, can be uh, being weak need, not being able to make up your mind, or being not being humble. We get we bow our kneecap and our skull cap. They're reflexes to each other. Hmm. So by interpreting the body, you can tell where your problems are. When I had knee problems, I wasn't making decisions. So the trick was not what the decision was going to be just make the decision flip a coin whatever it takes and then any problem would go away <laughs> I, I i think there's a blog i know there's a blog on one radio network where i had a girlfriend that i went to and she said i have a problem with my knee with my left knee i knew it was me right away left is male so i said what color do you think of she said yellow that's decision so I said, well, you have a problem with the male making a decision. Yeah, I have to make a decision about whether I want to be in a relationship with you. So after I did some uh, therapy on her, I went to a Donald Lay's uh, clinic, and we were dancing to something called the Prisoner of Love. A Donald gets the phone and says, it's for you. She said, I've decided I want to be in a relationship with you. I said, great. I hung up the phone. I started dancing. My right knee gave out and I fell to the floor. And as I was falling to the floor, I said, oh, no, now I have to make the decision. Do I want to be in a relationship That's with her? That's crazy. Isn't that great? Isn't how that <laughs> works? How humorous it can get. <clears throat> Here's an email from Jazz. The woman who called in with the question about uh, aspirin and aneurysms a couple of weeks ago. Remember that call, Adam? Is, um, is spot on. Yep. And the call was handled superbly. Well, thank you. Both of us said that. Fructose-based carbohydrates, vegetables, nuts, and fruits are the alkaline neutral foods. Is, is that our body is craving this? Eggs, meat, and coffee soda got her into this mess the highest acids. Everyone, I mean everyone, who develops this condition is a big egg meat eater and drinks coffee and soda, which has bombed the whole calcification complex. What do you think, Adam? Obviously, this person has not read my book, Acidify or Die. Okay. (laughs) How many people, Patrick, think that coffee is acidic? Coffee is not acidic. Everybody. Caffeine is an alkaloid. How can an alkaloid be acidic? Acidic is an industry term for pop, flavor, the the buzz you get out of the coffee. It has nothing to do with pH, but people believe that. I've seen experts, even (laughs) the guy you had on your show, 
thinks that coffee is acidic. Uh, that that does the Ravisi uh, book. Uh, what was his name? Oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. Cra- the crazy pharmacist. The crazy I love farmer. the guy. Yeah, crazy. But he's wrong about coffee. I saw a posting there where he thinks it's acidic. It has nothing to do with acidity. And those foods that were listed as alka- acid alkaline were incorrect. The truth is. Full body acid, acidity, alkalinity has nothing to do with your saliva, nothing to do with your urine, nothing to do with sticking a deal up your nose to find it, because that's what's coming out of your body. If you want to find out if uh, meat is acidic, would you measure the broth? That's what's not came out of it, got squeezed out of the meat. You want the total body acidity and the lesion ability uh, acidity like uh, if you have a heart that uh, is out of uh, pH it's going to be only it's going to be out so you have to measure with a Beckman pH meter or an equivalent of that to find that out anyway acidifier dye goes into it it's a pun because you can alkalize or dye that's true but you can acidifier dye it's called yin yang we can go to yin, we can go to yang, we can get to uh, black, to white, to acid, to alkaline. And the cell naturally is acid, not alkaline. Cancer grows in an acidic medium, true, but it metastasizes in an alkaline medium. So people who go to therapists and they say cancer is alkaline, they spread it. You want to do. You want to be on an alkaline diet before you go to the therapist, not after. They kill people. They kill many more people than they help by yeah. putting them on an alkaline diet. It's so um, universal—not universal, but so uh, out there in the natural world that that uh, you have to have alkalinity to heal, right? alkalinity to heal. That's what they say. It's just not true, is it? Mil- now, milk is alkaline. They tell you milk is acid. Well, all that calcium. Calcium is not an acid. It's an alkali. So, of course, milk is alkali. Only some cheeses where they uh, put it through a processing mm-hmm. process, they can be slightly acidic. But they're all wrong. I, I had to laugh. <laughs> there was a book by Baruti that showed a cover. And this was your alkaline, beautiful forest and waterfall. And here was your acidic desert. Deserts are alkali flats. There, nothing can grow on it. Pine trees are so acidic that things can't grow around them. You can't farm around a palm tree because they'll kill the plants. In between in the temperate zones is when you get the balance of the acid or alkaline. All alkalines are heavy. The chef puts the pot on to keep the life force from going away. The acids, the alkalis or the metals, they sink to the bottom of the pot. You have no problem getting alkalis. Alkalis are the breaks and the life forces in the acid. Anabolic, to be anabolic is to be acid. To be catabolic and break down takes minerals, alkali minerals. There we go. There you go. But they got it all turned around backwards again. <laughs> All turned around. Backwards. It makes the medical people a lot of money. <laughs> um, Adam is right. I think this from last week's show. We are the one percent. Ninety-nine percent are divided by thirty-three times three. Thirty-three percent are hardcore left. Thirty-three percent are hardcore right. Thirty-three percent are on the fence. Are dazed and confused and change their shallow views 
with the wind. The 99% don't know the truth, don't believe the truth, and don't care about the truth, simply because they don't want to know the truth. And from the movie, they can't handle the truth. Oh, sorry. Thank you. That was a good comment. That was a good one. Oh... What does Adam think? Oh, the positive or the detrimental effects of smoking cannabis. We haven't talked about that for a long time. Hmm. You know, a, one time a uh, uh, it it can be useful in childbirth. Otherwise, it doesn't really have much use. Really? But as an anti-stressor. Uh, sometimes it's a value. Otherwise, I don't count on drugs to affect my mind. Obviously, caffeine, they can affect your mind. But why are they affecting your mind in the first place? I want to go to the spiritual part of that and find out what caused that. But occasionally, if you're going to smoke cannabis uh, in a time of stress, I've done it. Uh, and, and I increased my productivity on a job where I became, uh, went from the worst employee to the best by smoking cannabis. But think about it. That job, making eyeglasses for people instead of healing their eyesight without glasses, what was I really doing? Right. If I'd smoked pot, I'd still be working for Walman Optical, making glasses for people. And, and, and a job that was so boring, I had to smoke pot to get away from it. What was I doing? What was I thinking being in a job I hated? Do what you love, and the money will follow. Don't work for these corporate bleep, bleep, bleeps that are taking your time and money and age and longevity and working for a corporate. God don't work for nobody, and neither should you, is what my guru said. So immediately, I started working for myself at that point. I'd had about 99 jobs. I worked in the TV industry. I worked for the telephone company. I worked in Greasy Spoons, I, taxi driver, all those kind of jobs. But what was I doing? I was working for them, not for me. Work for yourself or be a contractor. Do not be an employee. An employee is a wage slave. It's just as bad as the slavery we had during the Civil War or in Greece or any place else. We're a slave. If you have to take money or a paycheck from anybody, you're a slave. Okay. I didn't respect myself. So if you're a slave working for somebody, I don't respect you. I have to have to say it. Love you, but I don't respect you. All right. Hi, Patrick. I'd like to ask Adam a few things about the solar nutrition diet, which I've been considering trying out. I have the... I have the list of foods he put together, as well as the original list from Adano Lay's site. Few things seem to be missing, apart from cheese in the afternoon and cream in the morning. Is there no other dairy allowed? You don't disallow anything with chronobiotic nutrition, do you? You just do it at a particular time. Uh, dairy is not a good thing in the morning. It makes a lot of mucus, except ghee butter, a little whole cream, not excessive amount. Mm -hmm. uh, if you drink milk in the morning, you're going to get mucus. Drink it in the middle of the day, you're not going to get it. But uh, mm. 
dairy in the morning. Some people skip breakfast. <laughs> so why is it so important to get dairy in the morning? And you have whole cream. You can eat it with dates. Goes good with dates. Goes good with walnuts. Goes good with figs. Uh, whole cream. And you have butter. What else do you need in the morning? <laughs> okay. Uh, he continues. I'm thinking butter, yogurt, and kefir. So, uh, no alcohol, question mark. I don't see any black or green teas either on the list. Of course not. It's a midday plant. <laughs> green tea isn't a tree. It's a bush, and it's a midday. And also, green tea is full of fluoride in the media. Uh, uh, I minimize tea because the very phenolics in it that are so healthy are called tannins. So why would I want to fill my body full of, uh, full of tannins? I drink tea very rarely. Uh, but tea is midday. And what was the other product he mentioned? Well, uh, um, no, wondering about alcohol on a chronobiotic solar nutrition diet. Alcohol. Cherry alcohol. Anything made, you can make alcohol out of anything. But now be careful. Many cherry liqueurs, which I've drank, are fake. They're not really cherry. So make sure you're getting a real cherry liqueur. There are many alcohols I've uh, drank in the morning by finding them made from things in a tree. You can make a wine out of anything. You can make a beer out of anything, and you can make an alcohol out of anything. I drink my 100% uh, potato vodka at night. I drink my 100% agave tequila at night. And uh, in the morning, you have the cherry liqueur. There is a type of almond uh, anisette, is it called? Something like that. It's been a while. I managed a liquor department for 13 drugstore, and I've forgotten all the drinks. I used to, I was a non-drinker, and I memorized all the different Bloody Marys. Did you? Uh, I could I'll be, be conversant with my customers, and I didn't even drink back then. Uh, anyway, you can drink alcohol anytime if you know the alcohol that you're, uh, that you're eating, that so, you're drinking. So he says, is, is coffee the only caffeine allowed on a solar nutrition diet? Coca-Cola in the middle of the day. <laughs> There's all kinds of sources of caffeine. If you look them up, you can find caffeine in anything uh, in various plants. Uh, sometimes I break the rules and drink my caffeine out of time, but usually it's sometime between uh, 12.30 in the morning till is when I have most my coffee as a caffeine because it's a tree. Even so-called bush coffees are not true. They're really uh, just uh, cut down trees or, or bushes, I, I mean, or trees. The only real authentic bush coffee is Yemenese, real Yemenese stunted bush coffee that is available as mocha. But most mocha is fake. It's either a chocolate drink, a fake uh, mocha, and not the real thing. But if you can get Yemenese real coffee from a stunted bush, then that's a midday uh, coffee. He goes Chicory up, he, at night. He's got uh, a couple more. Coffee. So you could kind of get away with seaport coffee and some of those coffees that are so strong they crawl out of the cup, as they used to say, in Port Arthur, Texas. Uh so you can uh, find something with all of these ingredients any time of day if you really research it. I have a giant food list 
for $39.99, I believe, on our website, solartommy.com, by the way, that has just about every food in the world. Except it was written before Shilajit and a, cu- a couple other products, which I may add to it eventually. He said, lastly, the morning seems to make sense for the most part, except for the oils, because I would use oils mostly for salads, for sautéing something, so they don't seem to suggest a morning use with any of the other items in that section. Do you know what he's talking about there? Mm-hmm. No, oils are available in all times. Okay. Olive oil in the morning, almond oil in the morning, coconut oil in the morning, sunflower oil in the middle of the day, safflower oil in the middle of the day. I mean, you can make an oil out of anything. Anything that has oil in it, you can make an oil out of it. And you can eat peanut oil at night and uh, uh, agave oil at night. There's all kinds of oils. So you can oil yourself up anytime you want to. Anytime you want. Finally, he says, many thanks um, for the inspiration and for the shows. I'm wondering if Adam would go into how Adano did fasting. Uh, He wasn't recommending fasting unless you really know what you're doing he fasted one time for three months uh lost all with uh no uh, no food i'm not sure if he drank water or not and he lost all of his he lost a lot of weight in the first month and then gained it all back the month later so once you learn how to be a breatharian uh then you have no problem with fasting but if you don't know what you're doing, fasting gets a lot of people into trouble, as anybody who knows anything about repeat has said, that fasting can be very dangerous. And most people at night, they fast. That's when they die of heart attacks because they don't understand how fasting works. They're supposed to be in the parasympathetic system at night. So fasting speeds you up. You want slowing. I, I don't want to fast. I want to slow at nighttime. I don't want to fast, so people die on their heart attacks from fasting. So if I wake up to go to the bathroom, I take some sugar or some coffee, some something in time to keep from dying of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Or what do they call the other one where you uh, you take a breath and then you don't take a second breath? Uh, hello? Did we lose contact? Uh-oh. Patrick? Hello, hello? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hmm. <coughs> no, everything's good. I, I, an alien oh. just uh, just took over the show, <laughs> just came in and... <laughs> the aliens are here. The UFOs are here for distractions. They don't want us so to think about. That was interesting. Uh, I, I had to go and check that something because you're on you're on uh, regular media. I, I had to I had to go and check something. Can't in the, use the c word. Can't use the v word. Can't B-word. use the uh, anything. <laughs> but I guess you can still say vagina. That's a v word. We can get away with that. Yeah, I, I guess that's still okay. Uh, funny, you can't use the term, there's a plant called a wandering Jew. You can't call it that anymore. Oh, come on, oh, really? I just did. You just did. 
No kidding. Some some people objected to that. Seriously, seriously. They've gone crazy with languages about what you can't say and you can't say. And look at Squaw Valley. Why did they rename Squaw Valley a name that has nothing to do with Indians? They want people to forget that there was anything called Indians. They want to erase their memory. They have a street here called Indio Murto. It's now Cesar Chavez Boulevard or something like that because they don't want Indians mentioned. Why didn't they change Indio Murto to Brave Indian Boulevard in Spanish? Why didn't they change Squaw Valley to Valiant Warrior, Indian Warrior uh, Valley? But no, they want to erase the names. That's what the real goal of this language is. Those who have no history have no future. Those who control the history mm-hmm. control the future. Hope, yeah. So they make up a history that we came to this country and nobody was here. We just moved in. There were two Indians that we sent off their reservation and the country. There were more Indians here in in. Texas, in the East Texas, there are now less people living in East Texas than there were during American Indian times. We basically killed them all, (laughs) scalped them. A hundred dollars a scalp in California. In the 50s, do you realize how much that was? That was a fortune. Anybody went out there and started scalping Indians. We had... as many people, Indians, almost living here as there are now, and we decimated them. The the thing about giving them measles and all that stuff and they died of it and syphilis, that's largely untrue. We scalped them all and brought the scalps to Sacramento to show that we had killed Indians to get thousands and thousands of dollars, worth millions today, to wipe out the entire decimated population. And they, whatever, whoever they were, killed almost all the buffalo. They'd run them off a cliff, you know, just to kill them. So yep. the Indians didn't have food. To starve the Indians. Jeez. To starve the Indians, they did that. Bad you the do, Indians, man. The Indians were farmers. They weren't, they weren't, uh, uh, they didn't eat buffalo back in the day. They were all farmers here. But what did they do? We want your land. So what are they going to do? They're going to have to be. They're going to have to go and get their food, like the caveman did. Hmm. So they they le- they knew how to. They learned how to ride horses better than the Europeans did, and they became great horsemen. They didn't need saddles. They didn't need stirrups. They didn't need any of that. They could shoot arrows by one after the other while riding horseback and hanging off to the side. Uh, but then they became the hunter of the buffalo before that the buffalo ran free that's why there were so much of them they weren't killing them the indians would have eventually over 100 years wiped out the buffalo themselves they were farmers but they became really great buffalo hunters and great cavalry hunters we don't want to hear that either Hmm. i mentioned on facebook something about the indians and got taken off for a day no kidding (laughs) for just yeah i i used I, i i don't know what inappropriate oh no, I won't even say it, because who knows? They might take you off if I say it. It was something that I would think was perfectly innocent. <laughs> I'll tell you off air sometime, okay. just to make sure. I don't want to be responsible <laughs> for, for me opening my big fat mouth and getting you taken off the air. I, I like what you said Especially about... this show, because I'm taken off the air then, too. <laughs> I, I, I like what you said about the when they can uh, show that there, you had no history... Well, then you have no future. And I wrote this down, or if you control the history, which these loonies do, right? 
with everything, then you control the future. It's, it's really interesting, isn't it, to think about it from that perspective. Back in, yeah. back in the 80s, uh, Harlan Ellison was at a midnight lecture uh, in the 80s, and he mentioned Dachau. And someone raised their hand and said, who is that Mr. Dachau you mentioned? And he said, how many people here know what Dachau is? Only 50% did. They forgot all of these people killed at a place. Mm. And this is in the 80s. Now we're here 40 years later and people are getting dumber. Remember that movie? What was it called? Where Idiocracy, something like that? Where the guy is an average guy and he comes to the future in 2505 and finds out that everybody is an idiot so he becomes president of the world no, because everybody sounds doesn't like a know great anything. story though They're all like idiot <laughs> and it was called idiocracy idiocracy something something like that uh, owen wilson's brother I forget his name. I think he was in it uh, at start in it. It's a good movie. It's good to see where we're going. We are devolving, not evolving, for those who believe in Darwin. We're getting stupider and stupider. Why? We don't trust ourselves anymore. We go out to the experts. And what does an expert know? Something he learned in school from another expert who learned it from another expert from a liar. Originally, there's some liar who set a lie out about fish oil, about nitric oxide, about whatever, about cholesterol. Remember that lie? Everybody well, fell for that. They're going still, low cholesterol, low cholesterol, and dying. They're still going for that cholesterol. one. Yeah, they're you, still using that cholesterol. You have much more line. chance of dying of low cholesterol than you do of high I, cholesterol. Well, I agree. Uh, here's a final one. Then we'll go from Terry. I'd like to do some coffee enemas. What would be the best time to do them? And what does Adam think about coffee enemas in general? Okay, Terry. Um, so first, give your opinion about in general, and then we'll talk about the time. In general, it's a waste of time. But it has some residual effects. Uh, one, it breaks anal fixations of people who uh, <laughs> I, I know somebody that got one that okay here's the story uh, we were at a Chinese restaurant and I figured out what her trauma was but a friend of mine said no you need a colonic she was a colonic therapist so I said can I do a muscle <laughs> test so I, I thought because all you have to do is think to do muscle testing should I tell this person what their trauma mm -hmm. is, which was a rape? I knew it. And so I pressed down on their arm, and uh, it said, don't tell them. So I said, yeah, get a colonic. The next day she got a colonic, and I hear screaming and crying and stuff coming out of there. She gets the colonic. I'm the only one in the restaurant in the back of the Texas Institute of Reflex Science. She comes around to the table, sits across me, and said, I was anally raped as a child. Wow. So I didn't pick the fruit prematurely. She experienced it again with the colonic, and now she told me I was anally raped as a child. And I didn't tell her I already knew because mm. I saw her body language at the Chinese restaurant. But if I told her, she would have been... I would have picked the fruit too early. Yeah, she yeah. needed the experience again to recreate it and then came and told me. <laughs> How did she know to tell me? <laughs> so, in general... On some soul level, she knew I knew. 
The concept, of course, for the coffee enema is you put the caffeine up there and then it goes, it transfers over to the liver. Is that all made up too to help cleanse? No, that's that's true. But true? you can get it through the mouth and go the same way. But it, uh, I'm not <laughs> against caffeine okay. uh, enemas. I've done them myself, <laughs> coffee enemas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be done with fresh coffee, apparently, yes. to be more effective. You brew it and do it within 15 minutes, is what Swami Nitty Gritty said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the time. I drink stale coffee. I I don't care, but uh, but uh, but there are optimum ways to do things. The optimal time then to do one for Terry. Uh, okay, it depends on when the trauma occurred, but if you don't know yes. what the trauma you don't know. Yeah. occurred, you go and do it at uh, large intestine time from 7 to 9 in the morning. No, 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 uh, 5 to 7 in the morning. 5 to 7. Or kidney time from 5 to 7 in the evening. That becomes the optimum time. But the optimum time is the trauma. Let me tell you a story about a very close friend of mine. I wasn't his closest friend, and he insisted, because he is kind of a wizard, he wanted his colonic at midnight. And my friend Jimmy Gerard, who invented one of the greatest, maybe the greatest colonic machine in the world, he said, okay, I'll do it at midnight, since you insist on doing it at midnight. Why? Well, at 10 o'clock at night, my good friend got a, friend, got a call that his best friend had been killed by breathing gas fumes and in dying that evening. Mm. And so he was distraught and cried. He went in and got the colonic at midnight. Jimmy Gerard got up and gave him the colonic. And exactly when he got the colonic, a cloudburst occurred. There were no there were no signs of rain. It was a blue sky when when, the, when we went to bed at night. A cloudburst occurred to match his teardrops. The sky cried with my friend. And many other people were witnesses to this uh, condition, including Jimmy Gerard, who is still alive, and uh, and other members Hmm. of his family. Wow. Wow. So I'm curious. So that's knowing the time by intuition. Hmm. Now, my friend worked with insight. He didn't work with someone telling him best time. But there are best times. Large yeah. intestine time, kidney time, or best. But if you have a trauma, which most people have rectal traumas, it's almost impossible not to get one in our life. But what, what, what we're taught about the rectum, about farting, about whatever it is, we're told nasty things about the rectum. Go to a medical book, whole chapter on heart. What do you get on the colon? A paragraph. Unless you go to a colon therapy book or something, right. you get a paragraph. It's all about the heart. <laughs> what? I, I, why wouldn't you do a, a the enema say at uh, liver um, liver cleansing time, which would be one a.m. Why would you do it at kidney time? Well, because you're you're cleaning the colon that gets to it, but the liver could help if if you were doing it for the liver. Yeah. But the colon connects to other things, too. So you could do it at that time. Again, that would be intuition. If you knew you had a liver problem, then probably it would be a good time. My friend knew he had a gallbladder problem. He had too much gall was his problem. Yeah. This was a wild man, good good friend of mine. And then you, uh, he, Estranged these days, but he was a wizard. You could also do <laughs> the shunt, wizard. couldn't you? Say if you were going to do a 1 a.m. 
and you didn't want to do it at one in the morning, couldn't Terry do it like at one in the afternoon? Same, similar? similar. You could. The opposite, again, is the shunt. Mm -hmm. So you could definitely do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the... Uh, the, basically, there's one liver meridian, and it's both at one, uh, two o'clock in the middle of it, or two o'clock a.m. or p.m. That's how shunting works, and why people get confused that, well, lung time is three to five. How come I had this problem at three to five in the afternoon or at nine to eleven in the morning? Because it's a shunt for the liver. Uh, if you take a balloon and squeeze it. The other end gets more pressure on it. So I was born at lung time and ended up a bedwetter because my urinary bladder got wow. over-pressurized and couldn't hold the urine. <laughs> if I was born at bladder time, I might have had asthma or some condition like that. Most asthma can be fixed by working on the lungs and, uh, and mother traumas. It's asthma, ma, asthma. Ma, mama, mama. I got asthma. So, ma. so in the liver, isn't isn't one o'clock cleansing and two o'clock building, or do I have that backwards? That's true. But you actually build the liver throughout the all of liver time, and then you clean the liver at small intestine time. But it is more building at uh, between one and two and more eliminated at two and three. In other words, we have like octaves. You have an octave within an octave within an octave within an octave. So you can take that down even to 15 minute uh, wow. categories because we also operate in 15 minutes. Uh, it, to be a Swami, you have to hold your breath for 15 minutes. If you can't do that, you're not a Swami. <laughs> you can call yourself a Swami. You you're not going to be a biological Swami. You'll be a psychological Swami. There's enough of those out there, aren't there? <laughs> That's funny. They work for the World Economic Forum, in fact, all the swamis nowadays, and they wear shades and ride motorcycles. So, so is it true then that we're, we, the United States, such as it is, we're not going to go back to, to regular time. They're going to keep the daylight savings. Is that right? Something like that, because if you can control time, then you control the scheduling of the world. It started with the railroads, and now it's into the airplanes. And if you can control time, just like food, you can control people yeah. by believing them. They have a disease now called FASP, and I forget what it stands for. Basically, you're sick, according to doctors now, if you wake up at 3 in the morning. Really? That means every farmer. I've lived on a Nebraska <laughs> you're, you're, farm you're where sick? we got up at 2.30 in the morning. The guy had to go milk the cow. He milked the cow before we had breakfast at 3 in the morning. We'd have our breakfast at 5 or 6 in the morning. And if you weren't up at uh, 2.30 in the morning, your farm, you lost your farm. So all those farmers are diseased, according to our medical mainstream experts, medical police state, medical nemesis, whatever we want to call these jerks. So they're telling people that if you get up at 3 in the morning, uh, that you have some kind of disease, and they give it in a name. Oh, that's great. You're sick. A familial, I'll send you the name that's of the hilarious. disease. It's hilarious. I, when, I, when I saw that, I, I yeah. well, it's tragic. Yeah. It's really tragic. I, I laughed inappropriately because it's tragic. <laughs> They're just lunatunes. Lunatunes, aren't they? 
It's Looney Tunes. That's the best word of all. Looney Tunes. Well, kid, I'm kind of getting hungry. We live in a nut house. That's <laughs> what the United States has become a nut house now. <laughs> Crazy. We're the, lar- we're the largest banana republic nut house in the world at this point. Unfortunately, we're we're we've surpassed China even. It's just a loony land. All right, kiddo, what are you going to do now? We can take it back. We can we can do anything we want. We can do anything no, we want. We no. don't want to do yeah. it because. The, the, the population lives in the matrix and don't know they have the power. Yeah. Once they have the power, how can everyone in the world be under the population of less than 1%? It doesn't make sense. We have the muscles. If we say no, that's it. Their game is over. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody says, yes, yes, master. Yes, master, I will do that. I will take my blood. I will do this. I will take my medicine. I will take my statin. I will, I will get rid of my cholesterol. I will do your bidding because you are the master. And, and, you know? it, it, there was a movie called The Last Dragon. Remember where he finally realized he is the master? Uh, all because a woman, Vanity, it was her name as an actress, she said, you look like a master to me. And finally, when he was being killed, he realized, hey, I'm the master. That's the secret. So he actually catches a bullet in his mouth. <laughs> the Last Dragon, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. No, is it really good? I'll check it out. The Last Dragon. Instead of Bruce Lee, it was Bruce Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> Funny movie. What have you been watching? It's a great movie. What kind of films you've been watching lately? You still doing your Russian movies? Uh, not. I kind of ran out of Russian music uh, movies, so I've been looking at some old ones. I just saw last night uh, again one of the uh, the Terminator movies, Terminator Genesis, hmm. and uh, it's corny. It's really corny, but I got to admit it. It had a plot. That if everybody lives in their computer, the machines are going to take over. They are going to take over, and we're going to give it over to them. We're going to take our power and say a machine is smarter than we. Who created the machines? Us. But we're going to give them the power so they can take us over. Does that make sense? That's that's what they want to do. I liked Terminator uh, Genesis. As corny as it was, I enjoyed the movie. Hmm. Special effects and all, which I'm usually down on. <laughs> now we now we have computers having us prove that we're human. You know, when you go on these things and show us all the motorcycles, right? Show us all the motorcycles. Click on the boxes with all the motorcycles. So we got some stupid computer, and we have to prove that we're human. It's weird, man. It's, something's wrong with that right. picture. <laughs> it's like okay. you know another movie that shows how <clears throat> how we can take over how computers can take over our consciousness, is a movie, it's basically meant for teenagers, I think, but I liked it. It's called Nerve, N-E-R-V-E, Nerve. And it's all about a game called Nerve that people sign up for, and you take dares. And it's not run by a specific person, it's run by the group. And then it shows how finally, you, when you depend on yourself, you can destroy this organization mm. and the game. Mm. It's a great movie. Mm. I, I really like that one too. Yeah. You find all the. Where do you find all these? Do you get them on YouTube? You find them. Uh, synchronicity. Uh, when when I think something, it comes up. Mm-hmm. So 
recently, it's been even heavier lately. I think of something, and then the movie comes up with the exact words that I used to say something. Uh, I don't know how that works. I, I used to douse libraries. If I wanted to find out something, I was asked a question, I would go and just put my hands up and find the information. Patrick, when I was a therapist, people would wonder, how do you know about that? I would read about it just before they came to see me. You the night that. before, yeah. or maybe even an hour before in some cases, all the details about how this disease wasn't what you thought it was. And then I tell them, you have this and that. How did you know that? And I said, I just read about it. <laughs> well, uh, often I don't do that because then they think, hmm, this guy's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's crazy. They they want somebody to know everything, be a big know-it-all. I'm not a know-it-all. I'm an intuitive person that finds the information on demand at the time I need it to serve the person that comes to me to see. Like that woman that comes up to me and says, I know you know the answer to my question. Mm -hmm. How did she know? Soul communication. Yeah. That's not the mind. No. Got nothing to do with the mind, yeah. Nothing to do. All right, kiddo, th thanks again. It's, you're so much fun to talk to, and and uh, we had a, wow, three hours jamming. Three hours. <laughs> hey, watch a lot of your shows where you close your eyes. You have insight. Oh. I, I've been telling you you have Delta. I see you go into Delta from time to time, too. Oh, a lot more than the average person. With, with and my, they tried to tell you that Delta was bad. Yeah. Oh, you mean <laughs> even with my eyes open, I do the Delta thing? Uh, even, even with my eyes yeah, open, I do... They're experts. They know that Delta is bad. Yeah, I wasn't... I, just a quick recap. I wasn't uh, um, sleeping very well. This was years ago, and I went to some place, and they measure your brain waves because... I thought I had some weird going on my brain. And they said, they showed me this chart, and they go, oh, well, Patrick, you're in Delta uh, wave, and we really, but we can work with you to change that. And so I, I, the next day I talked to you, and what did I tell you? What did you tell me? I said, Adam. Yeah, it, it, Delta is the state the you regenerate in Delta. You don't break down oh, you, in Delta. you regenerate. Your euthanine process was tied in with it. They want to aid you by bringing you into theta. Theta can do things, but why not just be in Delta and let and be the fool, the wonderful fool? That's the best card of all in the deck of the tarot. Uh, you know that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. It all is okay. We make it unokay with the big fat mouth. <laughs> with the big fat mouth and the big fat brain and the big fat mind. <laughs> Big bad brand. We think we think we're here. We're not here. Yeah, we're I, everywhere. You know, and I think that this whole concept of uh, of just believing on a deep level or shallow or whatever the depth is, Adam, that if we don't think everything's going to be okay, this is one of the reasons the body ages. I'm absolutely certain of that one. I see it in people. You can see it. And I know everything's going to be okay. I know. Before I even met Donald Lay, I came to that conclusion too. Did that you? It's, it's a mental disease. It's, aging. A, <laughs> it's not a physical disease. It's a mental disease. It's a mental disease. So if we age, we're, uh, a cons we're in the conspiracy to age ourselves. Yeah. We are the conspiracists, the main one. <laughs> and, and not to be, you know, everybody, we're all going to go, but... It is a slow suicide when we're doing that, aren't we? We're slowly killing ourselves, but we're not conscious of it. You know, 
Even though Leonard Orr died, he got it right. All death is suicide. Is that what he said? Leonard. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the name. I didn't know much about him. How how long did he keep his body here? Was it a long time, or did he flip out uh, like? A I'm not sure how long. I think he made it to his 70s or 80s only. Uh, my friend Greg Whiteley hung out with him. He used to call him Pope Lenny because he didn't believe all of the stuff. He invented rebirthing. Mm -hmm. That then became they had to change the name because of legalities. The community fought within itself. Uh, one of their group got colonics from uh, at a Donald's clinic. Another one, several of them, including Leonard Orr, came to my friend Greg Whiteley there in Austin and did workshops. Uh, so uh, uh, he's known to a lot of friends of mine. Our friends were friends with him. Hmm. Uh, I don't know how many of them are around today. I still sometimes do some of Leonard Orr's uh, type of affirmations that he did. Huh. They can have use. The best affirmation is just saying it once and knowing it. it like, deliver the letter. Yeah. You trust that the, lever's, lever, the letter is going to be delivered and that it's not going to be. You don't open the mailbox, where'd my letter go? <laughs> you, <laughs> or just, you don't dig up yeah. a plant every day to see if it's working correctly. You, you know it's going to grow. You just know it's going to do it. All right, kiddo, happy day. My best to uh, Vibrant Gal, Cassandra, my love. And we will see you on the first Monday of October, right? First Monday of October. You bet. Visit Adam and tell folks to hold up your sign for him, Adam, where to get your books before we go. Get those books. Get them. Get those books. SolarTimey.com. How many, Adam? Uh, 50? Donations accepted, too. We've donations. been getting some donations Good. lately, and thank you from the bottom of our hearts. From the, from the warming the cockles of our heart. That'll do it. All right, kiddo, I love you. You bet. We'll see you real soon. You take care, all right? Bye, bye. Love and hugs. Love and hugs. Peace, love, and hippie beads in Adam Bergstrom. Oh. Look at that. That's amazing. Hold on a second. I put the timer on my on my computer for three hours, and it just did three hours the timer on my phone to turn off the ring. Three hours exactly on the nose, this phone call comes in. How, what, you know, what's up with that? That's weird. Okay, so I will see you tomorrow. We're going to have fun. We're going to ask the musical question. Okay, if you're a flat earther, where is this place? Where is Earth? Where, I mean, where is it? Where is it? And we'll do it with uh, Steve Falconer tomorrow. We'll have a good time. He's a trip, so we're going to have fun. So thanks to Adam and Vibrant Gal for their uh, their visit with us today. Support Adam. Send him money, cookies, cakes, crackers, whatever you got. Thanks for your support. Appreciate it. If you would like to support us, get a little plug-in for us. All of our content is free to everyone around the world. Our videos and our audios, 15 years of shows. So help us keep it going this way with the monthly donations. The last thing I want to do is put up a paywall and charge people 10 bucks a month. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And you're going to help. <laughs> How about that for an affirmation? All right. See you tomorrow with Steve Falconer. Let us know if we can help.
Email is patrick at oneradionetwork.com. I love you all very much. Take care. Hope you had a good time. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is oneradionetwork.com.